0: and faster than cheetahs. The dreadful mad yelling was coming from the man driving the sleigh, Gobber the Belch. Gobber was the teacher in charge of the pirate training programme on Berk, and he was an enormous monster of a man, wrapped up in furs who could easily have been mistaken for a grizzly bear with a dirty red beard and an attitude problem. Get on with it, you miserable white worms! Roared Gobber at the sabre-toothed dragons, cracking his whip above their heads. I've had snails that have moved quicker than you lot. My granny could skip faster than this, and she's a hundred and One gigantic furry arm lashed out with a whip that curled through the air like a great black serpent. The other shook the reins in a lunatic frenzy that sent the driver dragons bounding forward in terrible uncontrolled leaps. Behind Gobber on the sleigh sat twelve of his pupils. Ten of the boys were ugly young thugs, yelling as loudly in crazy excitement as their teacher. Yee-haw! They whooped as the sleigh hit a snowbank and sailed ten metres through the air and then slammed back down on the ice with stomach-churning violence. Yee-haw! The last two boys were smaller than the rest and a lot less excited. I'm glad gasped Hiccup horrendous Haddock III as the sleigh tipped over wildly on one runner with an awful screech and spray of ice. I'm glad I didn't have breakfast, because I think it would have come up again. Hiccup is, in fact, the hero of this story, although you would never have guessed it to look at him. He was small and red-haired and very, very ordinary. Hiccup's best friend, Fishlegs, a skinny runner bean of a boy with asthma and a squint, wasn't really listening. He was praying to Thor with his eyes squeezed tight shut. ''Please, Thor,'' begged Fishlegs, ''please make it stop!'' Fishlegs' prayer was about to be answered. The sleigh was approaching the great black cliffs of the Vizithug's territories far too impossibly fast for it to stop in time. ''Don't open your eyes, Fishlegs,'' advised Hiccup. Gobber the Belch reared up and with a mighty roar of Whoa! leant back so far pulling on the reins that he was nearly horizontal. The sabretooths came to a plunging halt so sharply that the sleigh wheeled round in a mad arc. They were going to slam into that cliff at such a speed they would all be smashed to splinters. Arrgh! yelled Hiccup, shutting his eyes too. The sleigh screeched to a quivering halt. Hiccup opened his eyes again. Astonishingly, They were still alive, but the smooth black wall of the cliff was only centimetres away from Hiccup's cheek. Hiccup held onto the rock for a second to help himself stop shaking. "'Right!' bellowed Gobber, clambering out of the sleigh entirely unconcerned. "'What are you all doing skulking in there? Get out and stand to attention, you pathetic dribbles of earwig droppings!' Yawning and chattering, all twelve boys unpacked skis from the back of the sleigh and attached them to the bottom of their furry boots. For six months of the year, the Vikings lived under snow, so a Viking warrior had to be just as good at skiing as he was at sailing. This was a hunting with bows and arrows on skis expedition. The boys had to ski down Mount Villainy, the largest mountain in the Inner Isles, shooting with their arrows as many semi-spotted snowpeckers as they could. "'I'm going to get at least fifty, boasted snot-faced Snotlout, "'a tall thug of a boy with huge nostrils and a moustache "'like a furry little caterpillar squirming on his upper lip. "'Silence!' screamed Gobber, cracking his whip. "'There was absolute silence immediately. "'It's a curious fact, but a heavily-armed, mad, six-and-a-half-foot teacher "'holding a whip tends to get his class's attention. "'I will be staying here to guard the sleigh!' yelled Gobber. Hiccup, horrendous haddock, the third will be in charge of the hunting party when you get to the mountain. Ten of the boys groaned and turned round to look furiously at Hiccup. All of them reckoned they would make better leaders than Hiccup. Snotlout had won the senseless violence cup three years in a row. Wartyhog could smash chairs to pieces with his bare fists. Dog's breath, the Durbrain burped so loud he shattered glass. Small... Skinny and unimportant, only Hiccup looked like he had no leadership skills whatsoever. He stood on one leg apologetically, and this made his skis cross and he fell over. Why does Hiccup get to be in charge again? demanded Snotface Snotlight through gritted teeth. Because Hiccup is the son of the chief, and one day he will be in charge permanently, Thor, help us all.